Hey there, welcome to Chirpcast. Encouragement with heart, humor, and a little sarcasm. So, crow's feet, laugh lines, gray hair, flawed complexion. These are just a few of the topics touched on by my cousin Celeste and I in recent conversation. And the growing older process seems to be creeping up like a freight train. Next month, I'm going to be turning 40, and I can't believe it. I don't know why it feels like overnight I went from 25 to next month being 40. I get that the alternative is not a great choice, so I will gladly take my birthdays as they come. However, this process of growing older has really gotten a hold of me. I don't know why. I'm trying so hard to be one of those people that grows old gracefully. I don't want to be, you know, the old lady who's just like in a bad mood and has an ugly attitude all the time. I still want to be the silly person that I am, the talkative, outgoing, crafty, busy. That's who I am. And I understand that my hair color literally has nothing to do with any of those things. But for some reason, I'm really struggling this year because my hair, thanks to genetics, is turning white and silver. I get it. There are lots of 20-something-year-olds out there who are purposefully dyeing their hair white and silver. (sighs) I don't know. I don't think I could do it. But here I am. (laughs) And another thing my cousin and I talked about is the fact that filters and hair extensions and eyelash extensions and all of these things have somehow become a god to us. We bow down at the makeup counter altar and we think if we give them all of our money, we're going to somehow be able to grasp youth for one more day. That's not how it's going to work. 2 Corinthians 4.16 is a scripture that I think is actually, it's so poignant and in your face honest. And it's a little bit funny to me. And it says, so we do not lose heart, though our outer self is wasting away. Our inner self is being renewed day by day. Yeah, we're wasting away, all right. I feel like I'm wasting away every time I look in the mirror and I see these laugh lines and crow's feet. But I have to say, thankfully, my husband tells me that one of my best features, he thinks, is my smile. Now, there is nothing I can do about these laugh lines. And I'm going to tell you, I wouldn't trade them because the laughter that I have shared with friends and family to get them, it was worth the cost because I'm okay with them. They're there. It's the way they are. And the fact of having to have somebody constantly tell you that you need to look young and be young is kind of ridiculous, right? I mean, I look back in the Bible and the people were living for like hundreds of years. So it makes me think, gosh, I'm still a baby. I'm only going to be 40. I'm not going to be 400 years old. So I feel pretty good about that. Another scripture that I was kind of rolling around, I don't know, mulling around in my head thinking about was Isaiah 61.3. And this scripture is all about trading. And here's the scripture. To appoint unto them that grieve or mourn in Zion, to give unto them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. 
ashes in the Bible typically represent uh, repentance or grief. And you're probably wondering, where the heck is she going with this? It's going to connect, I promise. Give me just one second here. We're going to talk more about the grief side of ashes versus the repentance side of ashes. And grief is a sense of mourning, right? When we grieve for something, we mourn for something that we no longer have or for something that has happened or a time gone by. And my question to you is, what are you mourning? What from your past, from your youth, are you holding on to and you're still grieving? Maybe it could be a divorce. Maybe it is an investment that wasn't made at the right time. Or maybe it was a relationship that you no longer have. Maybe it would be a dream that you didn't actually get to finish or complete, like say college or a job or a career path you wanted. And then you feel like you're too old to do that now. There are so many things about life that are going to leave mark. They're going to leave scars, smudges, bruises. I can look across my body and I can point to certain scars on my body. And most of them, I can tell you exactly where I got them. I have a scar on my finger, on the top of my finger on my left hand, and it's from trying to stick my hand through the barbed wire fence to pet our neighbor's horse. Now, that doesn't sound like it was too bad of a scar, but it's funny because I remember exactly the moment that I got that scar. Standing there in the little patch of grass on the other side of the fence, And when the horse moved his head, I yanked my hand back and got my finger kind of stuck into the barbed wire. And it wasn't a great, pleasant experience, but it's funny because I remember it, like, super vividly. So when I ask you, what is something that you're mourning? What is something that your heart still grieves about? Your mind probably went to one specific thing. One thing that marked your heart or your body in some way that makes you remember that, that thing. And what I love so much about this scripture is that God is telling us that he is willing to exchange beauty for ashes. Often we go through life and we have circumstances come up or life experiences come up and we think, how am I ever going to live through this? I'm never going to make it past this. This thing is going to be the thing that is my undoing. And then when we take that thing to God, he says that he will exchange it. He can take something that is broken and ugly and he will give you beauty in place of it. Now, your beauty might look different than my beauty. Just like, you know, what's the saying? Beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Maybe beautiful to you is completely different than beautiful to me. But God has told us that he will completely replace those ashes and those broken moments in our life. He will redeem them for something beautiful. He will replace them. And he says that he'll give the oil of joy for mourning. Whenever we mourn for something, whenever we feel like there has been a great loss in our lives at some point, God says he's going to give us joy instead. Now, I'm going to tell you, I'll take beauty and joy over ashes and mourning any day of the year. And there have been times in my life whenever God has completely done that. When I've taken broken pieces to him and I've said, 
okay, here it is. I've completely busted this situation up. It's broken and I have no idea how to repair it. When he puts his hands in there and he completely turns things around and changes it, I'm like, that's so amazing. God, how'd you do that? That's awesome. I wish I could do that, but I can't. He did it. And then he also says that he wants to give the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. As one who has struggled with depression in the past in my life, in certain moments and times in my life, that to me felt like a spirit of heaviness. It was like this cloak that I was wearing and I couldn't shake it off. I couldn't take it off. I couldn't give it to somebody else. When I was at work, I felt it. When I was at home, I felt it. When I was at church even, I felt it. And it was so hard to just get rid of. I didn't know how to do that. But again, whenever I took the time to go to God and say, God, I can't shake this. This depression is so heavy. I cannot even carry it any longer. He was like, okay, it's about time. Now I can help you. Because I tried to do this on my own. I tried to come up with my own concoctions and my own ideas and thoughts about how I could make myself do better and feel better. But I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it on my own. And God would bring people into my life at certain times and they would talk to me or pray for me or tell me they were praying for me. And eventually things changed And he gave me a garment of praise instead. And so instead of walking around with my head down, feeling like I have lost or I've been lost in the fog, he gave me a song. And that song is to to praise him. That's my, my whole entire life is to be of value to God. He gave me life. I want to give him my life back. John 16, 33 says, In this world you will have trouble. Yay! That sounds fun, but take heart or courage for I have overcome the world. You know, sickness and pain and trouble and heartache and sadness and depression. These are parts of life that we cannot run from. We can't escape them. I wish we could. I wish that I could, um, like at a restaurant when they hand you the paper and it says, mark off the things that you would like in your pasta okay, I would like a little bit of this and this and this and this. And the things I don't mark, they don't put in there. That's exactly how I wish I could be with life. I want to be able to customize it exactly how I want it. Which brings me back to the beauty counter. I realize that most men have probably never been to the beauty counter in the mall. But if you go there, sometimes they can mix certain colors and they're going to look at your skin tone and they're going to say, okay, these colors are good for you and these colors are good for you. And so then you they put together this palette of colors for you and you purchase them. Well, thankfully, God is not like the person at the counter because he's not guessing what's going to look good on you. He knows what's going to look good on you. And he knows the beauty that is within you. And he knows the beauty that you need to share with the world and the love for him that you should share with the world. I read this poem and I thought that it was really good. It's by L.R. Nost. And this is how it reads. Don't hide your scars, your stretch marks, your laugh lines, your calloused hands. They are your life story, telling of struggles won and lost, challenges faced, Losses overcome, 
Life grown and birthed and nurtured, hard work accomplished. Stars reached for, hopes dashed, dreams realized. Rock bottoms and mountaintops. They tell the story of your one amazing, awful, beautiful life written in the curves and lines of extraordinary, miraculous, beautiful you. That's awesome. That is such a beautiful poem. And it makes so much sense because oftentimes we try so hard to hide the scars, the crow's feet, the gray hair. You see, the world is looking for perfection. They want us to be, quote unquote, on 24-7. We need to have the right look, the right words, the right bank account, the right friends and connections, the right job. But God doesn't look at us like that. God doesn't measure life in how we look or how we appear on the outside. God is always digging to make us better on the inside So when it says in 2 Corinthians that we are wasting away on the outside or the outward appearance, our inner self is being renewed day by day. And maybe your question is, how do I get renewed every day? Spending time with the one who created you in the first place. Cultivating that relationship with God. Spending time talking to him. And when life throws you curveballs, It's okay to sit down and be honest with him. Sometimes life's just not fair. Sometimes it hits us like a freight train right in the face. When we think that we are doing perfectly fine, something comes up and we don't always know how to handle it. But to go to the one who created us, just like Psalm 139 says in verse 13, for you created my inmost being, you knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in the secret place, when I was woven together in the depths of the earth. Your eyes saw my unformed body. All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. How precious to me are your thoughts, God. How vast is the sum of them. Were I to count them, they would outnumber the grains of sand. When I awake, I am still with you. Going to the one and giving him everything that knows you inside and out. He knows every flaw that you have. He knows every wild thought or amazing dream that you have. He knows all of these things about you and he still loves you more than you can even comprehend. Thanks for letting me share a bit of your day. Subscribe and share. And if you'd like to follow me on www.freebirdwords.wordpress.com, feel free. Have a great day and we'll catch you next time.